to be about um, <clears throat> young, old, poor, middle class, which in America here, I think everybody thinks they're in the middle class. It's kind of humorous or, or rich. Um, it can be for, all, for everybody. You know, just to set up a little bit at the uh, end of chapter, chapter 11, um, Jesus was talking to, teaching a huge crowd. Um, chapter 12 comes, still, everybody's still there, but he starts to directly talk to the disciples a little bit, start teaching them a little bit. And the, the crowd was so big, and in Luke 12, 1, it says, In the meantime, when so many thousand people had gathered together, they were trampling one another. So that's when he started, probably was getting a little crazy, so he just started focusing on his disciples and started to teach them. But as chapter 12 went on, the, the, the audience got broader and broader. <clears throat> you know, as always, people were, you know, got broader and broader because people always wanted to hear what Jesus was saying. Um, he was the spectacle in town. Um, and Tyler, don't forget to wake up Michael once in a while. He's tired from hunting, trying to get food for the family this morning. Uh, so everybody kept on getting closer and closer and listening. You know, and as, as chapter 12 goes on, um, you know, a broader, broader group. So we come to chapter 12, verse 13, the rich fool. And before the sub, this, this will matter, before he started teaching the rich fool, um, he was talking about acknowledging Christ to men, to men, and, um, boy, what was it, Tyler? I just lost my thought. Acknowledging Christ to men and what the Holy Spirit will do for them, you know, as they get in situations. Uh, so, Luke 12, 13, someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, tell me, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. So this was not uncommon back then for the rabbi, teacher, rabbi, to make judgments on, on disputes like this. Uh, they, they would go to them often, kind of like, you know, Moses judged in the Old Testament. And, uh, but notice how um, this man asked, teacher, tell, tell my brother there wasn't, you know, here, here's the situation. This is what we got going. He's taking more share or whatever. It's just tell. And, and you know, I, I, would, I would bet this guy was on the edge of his seat. I cannot wait. Well, not seat. They were standing. They didn't have chairs. On the edge of his sandals. His sandals were burning his feet. He was just ready for there to be a, a slight comma when Jesus was speaking so he could just nail his brother. And I... I We'll see later on. His brother, I'm guessing, was there. Jesus, he said, tell my brother. So he had to be there. Tell my brother to give me what's mine. So he was jumping up and down waiting for this. Uh, and this is just after, like I said, hearing that you need to acknowledge Christ to all men. And the Holy Spirit, if they drag you into court, is going to tell you what to say. But this guy is more worried. Um, he's into himself. He's more worried about his own, what, what he's got coming to him. 
and doesn't really, he's not really, you know, why would you ask, why would you not even ask, why would you tell a teacher, the guy that's supposed to make the judgment, just tell my brother, just tell him, not what do you think about it. Have you, have you ever, I'm, I can be kind of, if I'm on vacation, I can be kind of a judge, uh, Judge Judy, uh, a holic. I, I love, I don't know why, it, it's the hillbilly in me, I know. <laughs> but I, I love why, and, and if you remember Judge Wapner from way back, oh man, he was good. And, and these people come in this courtroom, basically, basically like this, hey Judge Judy, I, I win. Won't you tell, you know, so-and-so to give, give what belongs to me? They don't even come in with receipts or anything. It's so funny. You think they can, they're just going to get it. Um, so he didn't, didn't, uh, didn't uh, you know, share anything with Jesus, what was going on. All he had was his money on his mind and his mind on his money. Does that sound familiar to anybody? That's a great philosopher, Snoop Dogg. That's what he was thinking about. I'm right, and this is my money. In 14, but he said to him, Man, who made, me, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? So there, when Jesus says man, man, the closest thing I could think of when, uh, I, <laughs> you probably know what I'm going to say, don't you? Uh, when, when if I would say, woman, could you put towels on my shelf? <laughs> you know, that's, that's uh, ouch. I'm in the doghouse. I won't have a towel on my shelf for years. But it, it, it makes that distance. He's kind of crazy. It's, I don't know you. I don't know you, man. You know, okay. I think Jesus is uh, starting to think, you know, okay, if you think I'm judge, I'm not just going to judge what I see here, what you're telling me your brother didn't give you the inheritance, I'm going to dig in deeper and see what the actual issue is here and make you look into yourself. You know, Jesus, when he came, he, he took us to that higher level. You know, it wasn't just the law anymore. It was that higher level. You know, think about adultery. What's he consider adultery now? You look on another lady or man and you have lust in your heart you've committed adultery so that that has stepped it up you know you, you gotta ask was this guy really even listening to jesus the great thing with jesus is how i love how he doesn't just answer that question right or wrong you know he he decides to go in and and tell a story, get to the real, real issue. You know, the guy could have had a reasonable claim. He could have. I mean, it doesn't give us anything else. Maybe his brother did take all of it, and he didn't get any of it. But Jesus could tell, I think, this was consuming, consuming this, this guy. And so what's going on deeper here? And he probably saw him jumping up and down in the crowd, you know, kind of, I got, the, I got the, you know. In 15, he said to them, take care, be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. 
So take care, and by the way, I'm reading now the ESV. Take care there is beware and watch out. You know, are you always waiting for that next thing to come out? That, uh, that next smartwatch or that next uh, iPhone, sorry. I said I trash there. I called I trash, sorry. I know. I hope they do not listen. Uh, but, uh, you know, you always think, you know, it's, it's greener on the other side. Are you looking at your neighbor, what he's got, and want that, and not thinking about what the Lord has given you already? But I want more. There's always more. You know, how does that, as a parent, if you're a parent, how does that feel when a, you give something to a child and they like it for about five seconds and already looking for the next thing? What else can I get? That, doesn't that kind of, I mean, take that feeling that you get there and, and place that with God who's perfect and has given us life, has given us life, the very breath we breathe, he's given it to us. You know, we can spend so much time on just our wants, just Amazon. Woo, I know some of you have problems with Amazon here. It's an addiction. I tell you, you can have Christmas like every day. Um, yes, I, I, I haven't had a package come from, oh, no, I did. Um, I'm, I'm working on that problem of buying stuff on Amazon, but how, how much long I go and uh, look at this thing and, and look at the reviews and then go to YouTube and look, see what there's, other people are saying about it and then think, ah, I don't need it. No, I do need it. And, and uh, how much time does that take up? Just us wanting, wanting. There's a new thing out there. You know, this, this uh, coveting things, this greed, it will it will get you before you even know it. It will grab you. But we're, we're really good at hiding greed, aren't we? I mean, I could, you could say, I'm, I'm just a good businessman. You know, I'm just a good businessman. Uh, you could say, I'm being a good steward for God. I'm, I'm saving money for him. You know, instead of a cheapskate, give a nice tip, okay? You know? Um, by the way, I challenge if you go out to eat today, give a real nice tip. You know, you could say they wronged me. That's supposed to be my money. You know, I'm not saying that you should never go after if somebody owes you money, but it should not consume you. That should not be on your mind all the time. <clears throat> In 1 Timothy 6, 9, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. Remember it said, those who desire to be rich. It didn't say the rich. Those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. Into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierce themselves with many pangs. Again, it's not the, that having money. It's not being wealthy. That's not the issue. It's that love of the money. Remember, we, we can only serve one master. 
And at the, at the end here, when it says many pangs, that, that's, a, that's this consuming grief, consuming grief that may come upon you if you are all out for money, if that's all you're, all you're thinking about. You know, all you, have to, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to look very far. We've seen many lottery winners in the last while. Just disastrous. Just disastrous. Just came into tons of money and just ruined their lives. Have fallen apart, divorced, kids hate them. A consuming grief. You know, possessions won't bring an abundant life. But, but who did come to bring us that abundant life? Christ did. I came, in John 10, 10, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Isn't that awesome? Our, the, the King of Kings came not only just to uh, help us survive, but he came to give us life abundantly. And he's given us the things that we, that we need to have an abundant life. Moving on in, in 16. So now we get into the parable. <clears throat> he told them a parable saying, the land of the rich man produced plentiful. And again, we're not, we're not, not at the bad yet. It's just a, a guy that's wealthy and, and has produced a, God's given him a great crop. And again, he's moving into a story. I think it's, it's awesome. He's making them think for himself, judge himself, and then instead of Christ, just going ahead and judging them what's wrong on it. In 17, and he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. <laughs> oh, no. I have nowhere to put all my crops. What should I do? Remember that song? It said, I Think to myself, what a wonderful world. Uh, don't ever be in nature and say, boy, that's, it's just pretty out here. You make sure you praise the Lord for what he's given us here. Because he didn't have to. I mean, he could have made it black and white, uh, just made it enough for us to sustain. He deserves praise. And I have to think when we're in Canada, you can, it's so quiet there. You hear the leaves rustling. Stuff just, you know, blown in the wind. You just think, man, they're giving glory to God. If we won't, they will. So the very first thought on this guy was to turn to himself. Not to the one who gave him abundance, but to turn inside himself. And I'm sure he was thinking, man... There is no farmer like me around here. I am great. I'm awesome. You know that, that, uh, that, that new mule that I bought that had the real wide hoof helped not stomp the ground down so much so the, the plants are coming up better. And I am, I am just, I'm thinking of it all. I am just so good giving himself all the credit, not for God supplying rain, nice weather, nice sunshine to make the plants grow. You know, after thinking about it, uh, as good as I am, I think I deserve bigger barns. I, uh, I am that, man, yeah, I think I deserve bigger barns. I mean, look at all of I've done. 
you'll notice as we read farther here, he says, I, me, my, myself, 14 times. 14 times. And if you ever get to the point of doing that 14 times, you should be going, I, 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 I am lost, man. Oh, boy. So in verse 18, and he said, I will do this. Man, this guy is smart. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, mm, doesn't that just sound so good? I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. You know, as he's going through this, he's probably thinking, self, I've, I've met my goals I, I got my retirement met. I, I, I don't know, you might have said, I got my tithe, I'm, this is for us, I got my tithe check written. I got a reserve set aside in case my mule breaks down. Uh, you know, I got the, uh, in my, my one barn, I got a new two-cylinder camel convertible. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll use the reserve to buy the three-cylinder next year. You know, as he's looking back and seeing all the things, you know, what, well, let's see, what should I do? What else should I do? Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should give some of it away. I can just see him start laughing at, yeah, that's, that's so stupid. Why would I do that? You know, uh, well, another, maybe, maybe like Joseph, I should, uh, I should store up because maybe there's a famine coming. Yeah, I, store it for myself. I mean, Joseph was kind of crazy. He ended up, you know, handing it out. That, that, that's that's kind of crazy. I need to make sure number one's taken care of, right? Because there ain't nobody else that got my back. Nobody. And this, this uh, uh, you know, as he's talking here, I, I assume he's all alone, or I feel sorry for his wife, because he's always walking around talking to himself and not his wife, which I assume, who would want to be around this guy? I mean, he probably couldn't, couldn't secure a wife, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, so he came up with this wise plan. Again, nobody else uh, given a device. Nobody, he didn't ask anybody else. It was just me, myself, and I. Um, you know, he's not about giving any of it away. You know, tearing down the barns. You know, I wonder if, if it was to, uh, you know, one, one thing with tearing down barns, you get people pray, wow, this guy has got it going on. Now, I know we have some Arlington folk in here, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting Arlington folk down because it is good for our business, that they're buying these $800,000 homes and tearing them down and building new ones. I mean, it's amazing, but good for me. I mean, I get to <laughs> take some of that money from them. Uh, you know, so did it so he wouldn't take up more land. You know, why not just build more barns? Well, he's making money on that. I mean, he might lose some money on that. So let's tear down the old ones. You know, people are going to know who's the big wig farmer in town. So we'll do that. 
in 1 Corinthians 3.19, For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise. They are futile. So let no one boast in men. You know, and he, he uh, ends that, let's relax, get fat, get drunk, and party. That's, that's it. That's, I mean, what else is he going to do? He doesn't have God watching his back, right? He doesn't know there's any God or doesn't want to have anything to do with it because he might take some of his money. He might want to do something else with it. So why wouldn't you eat, drink, and be merry if there's no God? What's there to life? In 20, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you and the things you have prepared Whose will they be? You know, we talked about uh, the, butts of God, the butts of God last week a little bit. And this is a butt God. This is a butt God here. Just uh, There's good butts of God and there's bad butts of God. And this guy is going to get the bad butt end of God. Okay? In James 4.13, Come now, you who say... Today or tomorrow, we will go into such a, such a town, spend a year there, and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, and such boasting is evil. In, in 20 there, going back, um, fool, you fool. And I looked this up in the Greek. If you're back in the 70s, they translate Lamont, you big dummy. You guys remember that show? Yeah, Lamont, you big dummy. You fool. Why did, why did he call him a fool? He totally forgot about God. Instead, thought he was God. You know, thought, I know my life's going to be a long time because I got all these riches. I got all this crop stored up. I can release it slow so I don't drive the price down. I'll keep the price up. And he thought he was God. He thought he had it controlled. He thought he had it planned out. You fool. This night your soul would be required. That has to be the worst thing for a self-centered punk that doesn't believe in God, self-absorbed, think about someone else enjoying all of his stuff, all the two-cylinder camels. You might have a four-cylinder by now, Aaron. Maybe. You know, pinstripe on it or something. You know, He's now, now he's, I mean, that's got to be the worst thing. If you're centered on money and stuff that you have, to see somebody else, know somebody else is going to uh, enjoy it. You know, there was a, a guy in a, um, well, a guy passed away. A guy, a guy died, a guy passed away. 
and the people that were in his will were in the uh, attorney's office. And the attorney was going to read the will. This was a wealthy man, and they're licking their chops. What are we going to get? And the, uh, the will was pretty short. The attorney read it. He's like, what do you think I am? The guy's stupid. I spent all my money. I had fun with it. <laughs> he didn't want anything about passing this money on. He wanted to have fun with it. So we get to the point here in, in, in Jesus' parable in 21. So is the one who lays up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Basically what he's saying, if, if you store up treasures just thinking about yourself and yourself alone, you too are a fool, a Lamont, a big dummy. A fool. Do we have, we got any fools here? We got people, and again, this could be rich, poor, old, young. You, you don't have to be wealthy to have greed. You could be wanting. You could, that could be your focused. Why are they rich, not me? Um, John 10.10 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen. For even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. I mean, can't, can't that that money? Can't money be an angel of light? Thinking how many? Lord, I promise if you give me this lottery, because I know you need it. I know you need money here. That I'll I'll give the church. 10%, whoop-de-doo-dah. 10% on 300 billion. What are you going to do with the other? You know, the, uh, the money a lot of time, it, on our paper bills, I, this is something we should add. We should add a warning, you know, just like they do on, on medicine. Uh, y you've seen the commercials with uh, uh, prescriptions. Um, I take a couple that uh, you know, this is going to, uh, I took one before, that th this is going to uh, make your body feel better and more energy, but you might turn into the Incredible Hulk. I mean, I, Crystal would amen to that. You know, took another one that, uh, I took it for muscle pain, and it, it's a pill that's used for depression. You know, you take this, you it might help your depression, but it also might make you depressed. I mean, I think, we, I think we need warnings like that on all of our money. You hold on to this too tight, and it's probably going to kill you. Sorry, but you're going to be in a loony bin. You know, there was a... Uh, uh, a, a story... This is, a, this is a direct contrast. This is kind of look, look yourself in the mirror. This, this story here is a direct contrast to the parable. There was a, a, a rich man out west. You know, there's always fires going on out there. And, of course, he had a big house. He had, you know, how many garages with lifts in them. Had a bunch of cars in there. And, you know, you got to make sure, you know, you got to go and check them every day, make sure there's not, you know, a piece of dust in there that, you know, might, somebody might rub against it and scratch it. 
Uh, you got to make sure all your, all your things are working and, and the landscape's perfect and, you know, all, the, all these things. And you never have a whole lot of fun in the house uh, because you're so worried about protecting your, the stuff that you have instead of using it and wearing it out. So this, this rich man... He and his brother were talking and thought, you know, we got to be careful. You know, we're, we have a great business here and we're, we're uh, making a lot of money. We have these toys. We just got to make sure it doesn't overtake us, that we don't, you know, uh, always worry about our toys and, and stuff. Make sure that we're still looking at God for um, what to do with our, our money and things. So big fire came in, house burned up. Reporter came to him. He's like, my goodness, how does this make you feel and the guy said I'm I'm finally free I'm finally free of all this stuff that has had me worried all the time I was going to lose it or something was going to happen to it or it was going to diminish in value I'm free now from it so as you look in that mirror you know, first you think, how, how different am I from the, the rich fool? Am, am I a fool? And then you can compare it to this last story that I told. Is that how I'd be with my possessions? You know, when we first moved into our house, that was hard for me. Because here's one night, I'm, I'm home from work. Uh, you know, I work outside, so it was, I don't know, it's probably in the summer, I don't know. I was hot and tired. And we're sitting there at the table. The kids are still little. And the, uh, uh, this will be my last story. And they're at the table eating. And one, one, one of the kids spills their water or Kool-Aid or whatever on the floor. And I'm just like, okay. Kind of like to relax here at the table, but might not happen tonight. So get that cleaned up. It spills on the table and the floor, and it gets in the cracks you know, and that's just so frustrating. Then it's all sticky and stuff. And then got that cleaned up, and another, another child, uh, their plate ended up on the floor somehow. I tell, if I had to build my house over, that dining area would be a wash bay. I would have a drain in the center of that thing. So if anybody's building and you got little kids, just make it a wash bay. Who cares, you know? Candy agrees. So got food on the table, and it's just like, oh, my goodness and get that cleaned up, and then I forget which one it was. One of them stood up out of the chair. Again, we've only been in our house for a few months. Paint's nice. That chair, we got pretty tall chairs with little knobbies on them. Goes and puts a hole in the wall. Falls over, puts a hole in the wall, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. <sighs> Hun, can't you raise these kids right? <laughs> and that's not the funniest thing is, I do know who this was. This was. Danielle comes over to me. I'm sitting at the table. Danielle comes over like, Dad, didn't you see? We'll blame it on Joel. Didn't you see what Joel did? You see what Joel did? He put a hole in the wall. And I'm just, I'm just looking up my plate and probably fuming like crazy. And Crystal calmly said, Danielle, I think Dad knows. You can go ahead and sit back down. <laughs> But at that time, man, I was holding on tight to keeping this house looking nice instead of, man, let's enjoy it. Let's live in it. You can always repair stuff. 
or we can let it go. Who cares? I mean, it's, it's going to burn sometime, right? All this money, all this stuff we have. And I'm not saying don't be good stewards, but just keep an eternal perspective of it's going to burn. It's going to burn. Why not use it for, for the Lord, for his kingdom, and have treasures in heaven? Let's pray. Lord, uh, just thank you for this time. Lord, I just ask that you would um, search us, Lord, find any wrong way in us, and reveal to us that uh, we would seek you um, to change us. Spirit, just ask you to come to each one and just uh, let this, these, your parable, these stories just resonate. And where are we at? Where are we at with our monies? Is our, is our greed high? Do we want to store up for ourselves and nobody else? Lord, I just ask that you would uh, uh, bless our minds that we can um, think rightly and righteously. Lord, uh, uh, just ask you to bless the rest of the day here, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.